Welcome to the Firmly Founded Teen, where teens get skills they just don't teach in schools. I'm your host, Joey Massio, and this is episode 15, Taking Action. Before we get into today's episode, I want to announce something awesome. It's the end of the month, which means I'm taking on teens who want to join my Crucial Life Skills for Teens program. It's a three-month program where teens learn the crucial life skills necessary for success and happiness after high school. There is one-on-one coaching with me, fun and transformational training videos, and prizes to be won while you are learning how to be even more awesome. Classes start at the beginning of each month, so head over to firmlyfounded.com to get in on the next session. But that is not the announcement. The announcement is I will soon be launching a version of my three-month Crucial Life Skills program that has no one-on-one component for teens who may be shy or just don't like the idea of talking with someone face-to-face, but would rather do everything in a faceless setting that might be more comfortable for them. So if you're a teen or a parent of a teen and you've thought about my program before but just couldn't get your teen to commit to meeting with me live, then this is a great opportunity to get the same lessons and skills taught in a more comfortable setting that your teen would actually be willing to do. I'm still keeping my regular program with the face-to-face meetings with me, but both will be available very soon. So if you are interested, then check in on my website uh, in the next week or two to see when it officially becomes an option. My goal is to start the first class of the faceless meeting July 1st, alongside with my regular class, but it might be August 1st. So check the website and listen to future podcasts for updates. You can also sign up for my monthly newsletter for parents of teens at firmlyfounded.com. All right, on to the episode. One morning, Nancy is driving down the California coast on her way to a -a once-in-a-lifetime job interview at the company of her dreams. The position needs to be filled today, and it's down to two possible candidates, and she's one of them. As she drives across the Golden Gate Bridge, out of nowhere, a cute little otter appears on the road in front of her. Nancy loves otters. She swerves, loses control, careens through the railing, and Nancy and her car plummet into the water below. Her Volkswagen sinks to the ocean floor. As it slowly starts filling up with water, Nancy knows she needs to get out. Like lightning, she opens the glove box and starts reading the car's user manual. I mean, she's never been in this situation before, and she's a little confused on what is the right first step to take. So wasting no time, she speed reads through the table of contents, looking for any section on what to do if you and your car are stuck at the bottom of the ocean floor. She's flipping through headlight adjustment, uh, replacing a flat tire, changing your oil. It's got to be here somewhere, she thinks. She stops when she sees the section titled Maximizing Trunk Space. Oh my goodness. I could have had two extra cubic feet of storage space this whole time. She looks over her shoulder at the back of her car. I probably have a minute to try it out. After seven minutes of maximizing her trunk space, her feet are soaked in several inches of water. Nancy realizes that water is cold. Maybe she should wait 
until the afternoon when the water warms up a bit. That would probably be the perfect time to swim to the surface. After waiting for a bit, the salt water is at her waist now, and she tells herself a motivating mantra, there is no time like the present. So she furiously gets to work at making a list of the best swimming styles that would get her to the surface the fastest. But she realizes she's really afraid of sharks. What if she runs into one on her way to the surface? She has an idea. Call Joan. Joan's a scuba instructor. She'll know what to do. Miraculously, her phone has service down there. Her and Joan get right to work talking about Nancy's fear of sharks and strategies to stay safe. I mean, after they talked about how things were going and Joan shared a crazy semi-unrelated story of her trip to the Bahamas last year. <laughs> Dude, it was a hoot. Anyway, the phone call ended when Nancy accidentally drops her phone into the neck high water. Her cell phone is definitely ruined. No worries, she thinks. She'll be able to buy a fancy waterproof phone when she lands this amazing job interview. That's going to be so nice. She finally is ready to pull the handle on this thing. And she does. And the door is locked. Well, isn't that just the way things are for her all the time? She can never catch a break. She thinks of Sarah, an old high school rival and a successful businesswoman, and an amazing job. She heard that Sarah's car fell into Lake Michigan when she was on her way to her life-changing job interview. I mean, her door was probably unlocked. Heck, she probably got fished out by a giant crane or something. And as the water reaches to the top of the Volkswagen, Nancy thinks, oh well, I didn't want that job anyway. The moral of the story? She should have hit the otter. There are a ton of lessons to be learned of what Nancy did while she was under the water. But first, I want to focus mainly on what she did that got her there. The first thing she did was change her course. She was headed straight for the job interview, her goal. But then she saw a cute little otter that she loved so much and decided to change course. Hitting the otter represents the things we don't want to do, but need to do to reach our goal. The otter is the action we are avoiding. If your goal is to have more friends, the otter is talking to that person you've been thinking about talking to, but haven't. If your goal is to get good grades, then the otter is that essay you have to write, but don't want to. If your goal is to get a job and make money, the otter is creating that resume and looking for job openings. Right, the otter is the next hard thing you need to do to get closer to your dreams. And we avoid it. We avoid it like a cute little animal in the road. And what we really need to do is hit it head on. A quick timeout. <laughs> this is not saying to kill all otters. I don't want PETA to come after me. You know, people for ethical treatment of animals. I love animals. All right. The otter is just a metaphor for things that stop us from taking action. And in the story, the otter would have moved out of the way if Nancy kept going. Uh, because sometimes, actually, the things we're afraid of happening, if we take action on what we want, don't actually happen. So, and, and if they do happen, it's really not that big of a deal. Again, just a metaphor, I do not advocate killing otters or any cute creatures or, or any ugly ones. I mean, man, being politically correct is hard. Time in. 
Now, since you are either moving closer to your goal or farther from it, swerving away from doing the next hard thing can put you trapped in a car at the bottom of the ocean, metaphorically speaking. Okay. Now, down here, we have two types of action we can take, massive action or passive action. Massive action would be opening the door or rolling on the window or finding a way out and swimming up to the surface no matter what. Right? Brooke Castillo gives a great definition of massive action. Quote, action you are going to take and continue taking until you hit your goal. Massive action includes the process of anticipating obstacles and being willing to fail and try again and fail and take more action and do it wrong yet try again and on and on until you reach your goal. No stopping for any reason until then. End quote. Massive action for Nancy would have been trying all the doors, the trunk, the windows, trying to break the windows, trying everything and failing but not giving up until she got out of the car. Nancy didn't do any of that. And sometimes, neither do we. Sometimes we spend more time in passive action. The definition of passive action, again from Brooke Castillo, quote, passive action does not get you the results you want. It doesn't even get you closer to the results you want. Passive action has to do with consumption. Examples are reading books on a topic, taking classes on a topic, and talking to someone about a topic. Passive action doesn't require any failure because all you're doing is thinking about what's possible. You're not creating what is possible, end quote. Nancy did so much of this in the story, reading the car's user manual to find the best way to get out, making a list of the best swimming styles for when she got out, calling a friend to talk about getting out, but she never got out. She never opened the door or rolled on the window, however you get out of a car all right, when it's under the water, and got out. You will find yourself wanting to do this in your life. You have a big goal, maybe in college or maybe in your career, or maybe a big goal to get to one of those two options. And you'll find yourself taking mostly passive action because you are afraid of hitting the otter. Doing the one thing you need to do next to get you to your goal. Now, of course, there's always a third type of action you can take. It's called inaction, which is more than just not doing something. See, you're always doing something. Even sitting there like a slob on the couch, eating Cheetos and watching YouTube is doing something. It's just not the something that's going to get you to your goal. This type of action is called buffering also known as procrastinating. It's doing something to avoid the feelings that come up when hitting the otter. Things like video games, hanging out with friends, trolling social media, eating, binging on YouTube or Netflix, etc. As long as you are doing those things, you won't feel the unwanted feelings of hitting the otter, of taking a big step to get closer to your goal. Here are some feelings that stop us from hitting the otter. Confusion. I want to apply to college, but I just don't know where to start or what to do. Doubt. I want to apply to college, but I'm never going to finish the application on time. Self-pity. I want to apply to college, but my grades aren't that good, so I won't get into a good college. Fear. I want to apply to college, but what if I don't get into any of them? 
discomfort. Now, usually this one is the biggest one in my experience. It's, I want to go to college, but I don't want to do the work it will take to fill out the applications and write the essays and whatnot. It's boring. It's not fun. It's hard work. All that is discomfort. And that will cause you to go careening off a bridge away from your goal more than anything else. So what do you do? How do you have the courage to hit the otter? How do you avoid passive action and inaction and take massive action to get you to your goals and dreams? Well, that can look different to everyone. For me, I look at my goals like oxygen. If you pursue your goals and dreams like you pursue oxygen, you would reach them every time. If I'm underwater, I'm going to swim to the surface and keep swimming until I get to oxygen. And I just choose to know that I'll get there eventually. Or if I'm on the road to where I need to get to, and there's a cute little otter in my way, I know that avoiding it will deprive me of my oxygen. And I won't let that happen. Because if there is something in my way, whether it's something I need to create, a person I need to reach out to, a story I need to write, I won't let those things, those feelings of discomfort, fear, self-pity, doubt, confusion, stop me. I'll process them and then hit that cute little animal so hard that he ends up just a red mark on my bumper. Yeah, I'm definitely going to get in trouble with PETA. If you are a teen who wants a personal coach in your life to help you take action, overcome obstacles, and learn how to conquer the next crucial years of your life, then I'm ready to work with you. Take your parents and head over to firmlyfounded.com to sign up for some free coaching to get started. Just 30 minutes could change the next 30 years of your life.